We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the NBA front office show. I'm Trevor Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane. Joined by Keith Smith at Keith Smith NBA. Before we get into all of our topics today, quick reminder, if you're not doing so yet, please make sure you're subscribing to the NBA front office YouTube channel. Turn on those notifications as well. It's a great way to help out the show as well as subscribe to the podcast feed over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And if you wouldn't mind while you're at it, Take 20 seconds or so, toss us a five-star rating and review over on Apple Podcast. Another great way to help out the show. And here's the cool thing. You can do both. You can subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast feed. We sure would appreciate it. We're trying to shed the label of the best-kept secret in, in NBA, what is it, the potosphere or whatever we want to call it. <laughs> um, we're, we're trying to shed that label, help us out, and uh, and hit that subscribe button. Keith, uh, if you subscribe to both uh, and we see you at uh, Summer League in Las Vegas, I'll give you a hug. Uh, one oh. free hug if you subscribe to both. But, but wow. you have to move it. So, I, yep, I, uh, I hope you have hug. to give away a lot of hugs. I, I hope so, too. We might have to set up a booth in the concourse <laughs> of Thomas and Mac and <laughs> them get your free hug. But, NBA front or a handshake if you'd prefer that. I, I'm not going any further than a hug or a handshake. We're going to be in Vegas, and time. instead of, of front office Fridays, our, our live show, <laughs> it's going to be free hug Friday. Yeah, there it is. Free hug Fridays. I love it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, well, and if you do subscribe and turn on notifications, you'll get notified on Friday when we're live for front office Friday. So I'm not going right. to yell here. I save that for Friday. That's right. And come in. You can ask us all the questions you want about yeah. the NBA and I guess you can ask us about other stuff. I don't know if we're sure. going to answer everything, but you can ask us questions. We go live on Fridays. All right, let's get in. Let's get into the news. First of all, some some good news. Uh, Anthony Edwards, boy, it sure looked like he was going to be out for a long time uh, with that uh, that ankle injury. He was in a walking boot, fortunately. Sounds like he's back. Uh, going to be back. Carl Anthony Towns as well. Back soon, perhaps even as soon as tomorrow. Could be back on Wednesday for the Wolves. The Wolves sure, sure got uh, a gutsy win uh, last night, much to the chagrin of, of the Lakers, the Wolves pulled off a gutsy win. Uh, and a shorthanded Wolves team had Torian Prince go off, and now they're going to be getting back a lot of talent with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, no disrespect meant to Julius Randle and his great game, but yeah. Julius Randle's an all-star, all-NBA level guy, so you can, you can, if you told me, hey, Julius Randle put up 50-plus points, I'd be like, 
all right, that's surprising, but you know, not not crazy. Torian Prince going 12 for 13 and eight for eight from three in a game that was like, what happened here? Like, right. you know, we turned on the make all shots button, I guess, uh, for, for Torian Prince. But yeah, huge for the Wolves here. Obviously, Anthony Edwards, he's basically their team leader now as far as you know everything he does uh for that team is is being their offensive engine um but getting cap back to is big this gives them you know roughly 10-ish games to play with i I don't know exactly how many games they have left so i should have looked okay they've only got nine but still nine games to play with you know two two and a half weeks or so to just kind of get it figured out. What does it look like with Cat and Gobert and, you know, and Edwards and all those guys and now Mike Conley. So this is where I think if you get all these guys back, this is where the Mike Conley addition is huge for Minnesota. Yeah. No disrespect meant to D'Angelo Russell, but he's just a very different player. He is a score first guy. That's what, what his role is. That's what his role was with the Wolves too. Conley's there to, he's going to make sure everybody eats, right? Everybody's going to get touches. He's going to make sure that everybody's getting shots and all those sorts of things. So, you know, I, I don't know that this changes the fortunes for the Wolves as far as making a playoff run or anything like that, but it's obviously much better to have these guys than not to have them this late in the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This, this gives them, um, I think a chance to at least make some noise in the first round, uh, certainly sure. in the play in and, uh, and perhaps build into next season as well. Get that really important postseason experience, uh, as a group here. So let me uh, ask you this, Minnesota, yeah. let's say, let's say they get to, you know, the, let's say they're the six or the seven seed. Uh-huh. What, what chances do you give them against Memphis or Sacramento in the first round? Like 20%, 25%. Yeah, I just think about where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, I I won't say they don't have it. They've got a bunch of big wings. They've got plenty of length to defend a lot of different players. They can be super switchy. They've got guys who can get red hot on offense. So I like their team. But my concern would be you're trying to throw it all together last minute due to injury with, with Towns. And that can be a lot particularly when you're talking about two teams while jaw has been out recently, but they've spent most of the season with jaw. I know they've been missing Steven Adams and stuff, but this Grizzlies team has been together for a while. And then Mm -hmm. same thing with Sacramento. They've had most of the season to really develop that kind of chemistry. The wolves are going to have to try to figure things out on the fly. I think that's the one of the differentiators there, but you, I mean, 20, 25% for a six or seven seed. That's pretty good, good. right? That's that's higher than we're normally going to be. So yeah. And that's, and that's not unique to Minnesota for me. I mean, obviously, I don't want to go through all of the possible playoff matchups right now. We, we will do a standings breakdown probably a little bit later this week uh, just to kind of reset with a couple weeks to go or so here. But I I think that's going to be a lot in the West, right? It's going to be, all right, where did you land? It, it's an interesting. I, I wish I could remember what it was. It might have been Zach Lowe's podcast. He was talking about how you might rather be in the, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, opposite side here if rather than getting into the you know four four five side with with the phoenix group you might be mm-hmm. better off on the other side of that bracket um which is a little bit different you know too normally you're trying to get as high as you can get but you know phoenix uh you know um clippers if that's the first round then denver that's maybe three the three best teams in the west all in the same uh you know half of the bracket that that that's you know kind of interesting so west is man it's going to be crazy i can't wait to get to those playoffs this year well and that's just it you can say well you'd rather be in this 
bracket or that side of the bracket, it's so compact. There's no way to like try to <laughs> yeah. angle your way into either because you did, nobody like tomorrow it all could be completely different. You just there's yep. no way to know where. Yeah, where it's I I want to say it was Vince Goodwill of Yahoo Sports tweeted this out today, and he's spot on with it. Is we are you know sitting here two and a half weeks out from the season ending, and four teams have been eliminated. Four. That's it. Now Crazy. you can functionally eliminate Orlando and Portland. I think that's probably fair at this point, but still. All these teams still alive with something to play for. And his point was the playing tournament success, 100% playing tournaments is a success. And we're seeing this year what the real intention is because you have a team, I'll use the Lakers as probably the best example, but there's a number of teams in the West where the idea is, hey, our season has been garbage. It, the wheels fell off early. Now we're trying to rebound and we're trying to get there because we believe just get us in. You know, let us let us have a shot and we can play. Whereas in years past, you know, this year's a little bit different in the Western Conference because it is, you know, the Lakers are only a game and a half out of six, a half game out of eight. But normally if you're 11th, 12th in the conference, your season would have been over before the play-in tournament. Now you still have that path to get into the play-in tournament. And now we have a shot to, you know, maybe make some noise in the playoffs. And that's, that's huge success to me. Yeah, it's created a lot of scoreboard watching, certainly. Uh, around the league with all these teams that are in the in this race that is absolutely insane um yeah and who knows how it's going to fit you know 10 games left for most of these teams there's uh a few less for for a few others but um yeah we'll see ultimately yeah. where this all goes a lot of fun. yeah should be it, well <laughs> stressful <laughs> stressful as hell yeah. i could i could say that like oh my goodness this is stressful yeah. but stressful um, but sometimes stress is fun it can be. It can be. It, it, if you get the result you want, then it's fun. Then it's fun. Um, yeah, oh, we just get the last here? two minutes report? Nope. Uh, nope. Dylan Brooks. Oh, Dylan Brooks suspended. It, hey, look at that. That we is actually right perfect. That is perfect timing because that is actually my next topic. Uh, Dylan Brooks. We, we So Keith and I were just getting the notification from the NBA that they are officially suspending Dylan Brooks uh, due to technical fouls, just as we were getting to that topic on our list here but dylan brooks says he needs to tone it down with technical files he said money it doesn't matter it's just paper <laughs> yeah because of the fines that he's been been issued or whatever but this is what i believe it's 18 is that right yeah this tax? is his 18th so he's now on into the, every other technical he's going to be suspended so um, no, shams no, is confirming just, that he's yeah. suspending yeah Shams is, so, is telling us what the NBA just told us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and everybody else is going to tag on in a minute here. Yeah, so Brooks already had uh, one confirm. game suspension with his 16th, right? Mm -hmm. And now he's into his 18th, and it's every other one from here on out for the rest of the regular season that does reset when the postseason starts. And then it's seventh. On the seventh, you get suspended for a game. That's obviously, I think Draymond Green is still the only one to, to trigger a suspension in the playoffs, but um, but that's where that's at. So, yeah, I mean, and he said after the game, he got this one because he was taunting Theo Pinson and was acting like kind of like an idiot a little bit during the game with going what? a little over the top. So no. but it was like, yeah, right. Shocker. Um, <laughs> you know, and this was after him and Kyrie had gone back and forth quite a bit throughout the course of the game. And then, you know, and then Dylan Brooks said after he's like, yeah, you know, I probably got to tone it down a little bit. I think he said something like I got to get back into my mindfulness training or something like that. So, so we'll see, you know, with him, but 
Yeah, I mean, this is tough because he's he's a huge part of that team. He is by far and away their best wing defender mm -hmm. um, that they have. And they deploy him on really anybody one through four, as long as they're kind of a perimeter-based ball handling scoring type. Dylan Brooks is their best option to guard those guys. And he, he's, you know, you, you don't need to be playing a big game without Dylan Brooks down the stretch here because he, he was mouthing off to be you know, a bench player on the other team. Like that's, you know, it's one thing if you're getting into it in a game or you, you know, were fired up about a call or something, but just taunting technicals, those are the ones he needs to, you know, get those out of the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if that becomes a big factor in the playoffs. Cause like you said, you're going to see like, what if it's, what if it's Memphis against the Clippers and then suddenly yeah. you don't have Dylan Brooks on Paul George or, or Kawhi Leonard. I mean, yep. he's got to get that. Get well, that you know, out. like if, there's a chance they could play the Warriors in the first round. Yeah. And you know the Warriors kind of have a sense of like, all right, we can get at this guy a little bit, yeah. right? And they're gonna try to get so, under his skin. Yeah. So it's uh, something he's got he's just gotta watch, right? Like so let's just be be smart about this, even though it resets in the playoffs. Like, let's just be, you know, let's you know, be be reasonable the rest of the way, I guess is the best way to put that. All right. Speaking of the Grizzlies, John Morant will be back in action tomorrow night for the Grizz. Did not play last night. Uh, the Grizzlies did get a win over the Mavs. You know, uh, Tyus Jones is a tremendous uh, backup mm -hmm. point, maybe the best backup point guard in the NBA. I think so. Uh, yeah. So they they are very capable, even when Jaw is out. But of course, they want him out there. They need him out there. And this gives him enough time to get his legs under him again, get ramped up, and uh, and get back uh, up to speed for, for the playoffs. So Good timing here in that in that regard that he's not coming back with like a game or two left or anything. The Grizzlies get him back in the mix. And Keith, you we, we've talked about what this means for his contract in terms of him making all NBA. Do you think this is early enough to get him back into that mix? And then what was it? 35 million could be on the line? Yeah, uh, I think it's 39 total. 39, that his, sounds uh, right. Yeah, in, right. in total between the, the two deals. But, yeah, it, it's a big chunk of money. He's at 53 games played right now. So if you play the final 11 games, which, all right, in the, or even 10 of the final 11, you're now in range where I think the voters can say, okay, that's fair enough. You you, mm -hmm. know, you, you missed you know almost 20 total games, but that's, that's not unusual. Most people use a cutoff somewhere between 55 and 60 games. Where if you yeah. appear in less than that, and, and to be fair, and or be be upfront, honest, transparent, whatever it is, there's no official line from the NBA on this. You right. could vote a guy yeah. in the place one game if you really felt like it as a voter. Now they probably get major questions and might not have you, a vote the next year. Yeah, they wouldn't let you vote anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but there's no official hard and fast line. Why is it 55 that some use? That's roughly two thirds of the season. Is you know the NBA season obviously at eighty two doesn't break down evenly, but that's roughly two thirds of the season. Some will say sixty because they think people just like round numbers, right? They're attracted to you know a round number, and that's you know all right. Well, you missed twenty two games, not the end of the world. So he's if he plays them all and plays really well, and the Grizzlies you know win enough, and they they right now they passed Sacramento last night because they won and the Kings lost, they stay the two seed. He probably does re-enter the mix to make All NBA now. Some voters are going to hold it, hold it against them. What happened and what caused him to miss time? That's just the reality of it. It's how mm -hmm. it works. I don't think that's particularly fair, um, necessarily because it's it, again he didn't miss months of action, and you know it's you know as long as he's 
you're doing the right thing now, then what really matters is that in the combination of his play. But you know, we're, we're going to see. This is going to be a really interesting All-NBA case, I think, for sure, because that guard line is so loaded uh, th- this season. Well, and that's just it, is it's so easy to turn to someone else and have that mm-hmm. be, have what happened be essentially the tiebreaker, yep. right? Yep. So that that's what's going to be interesting to watch uh, and see how that exactly. plays out. And again, it could be a lot of money on the line for, for John Morant. Um, and the but- reason for that, just in case anybody's wondering, is because if he makes All-NBA, he's eligible to get the uh, so-called uh, – you know, designated a uh, rookie extension, which would bump him a salary tier from 25% to 30%. Uh, so that's where, where that 39 million or so comes into play. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's jump over to your team, the Celtics. Jalen Brown made some comments, sounded non-committal. He said a few things recently about mm-hmm. Boston and, and everything, and I'm sure this is something you've covered uh, in depth. What is going on, and how are Celtics fans feeling about Jalen Brown at this point? Yeah, what's interesting is some of these interviews that he gave sound like he gave the interviews a couple months ago. And mm-hmm. that is not uncommon uh, for a reporter to come. They do a bunch of reporting. They'll, they'll do their interviews and then they will build out their story and then they may run it when, all right, you know, where our idea was to run this at the start of the playoffs or run it, you know, at award season or whatever it is. Um, and then there were two, two different, uh, articles that came out one of them in the new york times uh came out where jalen brown basically said yeah some celtics fans are toxic and then he said yeah i've had issues with racism here in boston like even even though i'm jalen brown of the celtics like there's been problems for me uh with with you know different uh things where he's faced uh racist people and and racist issues around the city and that's not a surprise um you know i i grew up there i i get it. I get where he's coming from with this. And I don't think he's by any means making it up or anything. And, and I know some people will say, well, that's every big city in America. Well, that 
to me, that's an excuse, right? He lives in Boston now. He wants his um, adopted hometown to be better, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, that's, you know, the, the, for other people who like to throw around, it starts at home. Well, that's what he's trying to do, right? He's trying to start it at home and and be better, you know, in Boston. So that's you know one thing. Then in a uh, interview with the Ringer, he was asked about basically about the Celtics and you know staying there long term, and he basically was like, "Yeah, it's not entirely up to me. It's up to them. It's up to how they treat me. Uh, it's up to you know all these different things." Um, with that, and it was very much a not a yeah, I'm here. I'm a Celtic for life right. now. To be fair. Had he said, yes, I'm 100% re-signing with the Celtics, a bunch of people were like, yeah, cool, Kyrie Irving told us that too, and then left you know, mere months later and left town. So there's going to be people who aren't going to believe anything these guys say one way or the other. You know, So it's almost kind of a no-win situation. And for all the people, because there's been a lot of people over the last couple of days who said, why didn't he just not answer? Like just say, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm focused on the season. Because not answering is an answer too. You know, I think he was pretty honest and said, you know, hey, there's a lot of things that are going to matter here. One of the things that's going to matter for Jalen Brown is, does he make all NBA or not? If he makes all NBA, he is eligible for the, uh, what people call the Supermax, what's really called the designated veteran extension. He can do that this summer if he makes all NBA this year. If he's a forward and that's where most people vote him at and that's where his votes come in, I think he has a pretty good chance of making it. I think not a lock by any means because I think some people are going to penalize guys like KD, LeBron, who normally would be locks for the amount of time they've missed. And they may say, I can't put them on the team because they've been out too long. So we'll see how that goes. Like kind of the same conversation we had about John Moran, right? There's no hard and fast rule, but a lot of people have their own kind of unofficial playing time. If he's on the guard line, that gets a lot tougher for him because it's just that guard line is so loaded as we talked about. But if he makes it, they can offer him the Supermax right now, give him a four-year extension for 35% of the cap, really put him in the upper echelon of uh, paid players at his, um, at his age and experience level, and that would be where it is. We've seen exactly one player say no i don't really care about this new supermax thing and that was Kawhi, and he went to toronto and i think because Kawhi knew i'm going to get pretty close to that anyway no matter where i go whatever happens so um so that was the only guy so far today that has turned it down everybody else right you and i talk about it all the time take my money and then a year two years three years i just say hey i don't want to be here anymore trade me and yep. that's fine I don't have any problem with that. I've you know talked about that ad nauseum here. The other option for the Celtics and Brown is obviously he's got he is under contract for next season. So the other option would be you play it out if you make All NBA next season or win MVP or Defensive Player of the Year. But let's be real, um, All NBA is his path. Then he's eligible to sign a designated veteran contract. Wouldn't be an extension, but it'd be the contract. And then that could give him the five-year, 35% max. So he jumps that salary tier. So he's still got a lot of options to go forward here. One of them that he's not going to do is a standard veteran extension right now because it's just too little money. It's a it's, it's very small bump in pay. Over what he makes, he'd be leaving a ton of money on the table. We'll see if that gets changed enough in the CBA negotiations, because right. if it does, that changes this whole thing. And then, you know, if that changes enough, I've got a whole bunch of writing to do. We've got a ton of podcasting to do because there's going to be a whole lot of guys in a different world than they're in right now today. That That's right. And that's something that we know that, that's been looked at because of situations like this, where teams, they, they really... 
they can't extend a guy who they would like to because of the restrictions. It just doesn't financially make sense for the player. Um, so we'll see if the new CBA does change that because uh, that could and that could change a lot of things. And I don't want to go down the whole rabbit hole right now. We'll sure. have plenty of time for that. But, you know, like that could change the way free agency really is is looked at around exactly. the NBA. If suddenly more players are signing extensions than, than there are right now. And even now, you know, you look at a free agent class and you're like, oh, cool. There's that guy, that guy. That guy. Oh, no, wait. They're either restricted or they're just going to sign an extension before then anyway. Yeah. So it's not nearly as deep as it looks. So um, it will be interesting yeah, to see even, if they do that. Even on the limited extension rules, to your point, yeah. Right now we see that happen. Look at Bogdan Bogdanovich. He would have probably been somewhere in the 15 to 20 range among all available free agents. Gives you a sense of this is not exactly a blockbuster free agent class. And now he's off the table, right? He's not going to be a free agent. So um, yeah, there's definitely, you know, a factor there for sure of, you know, this is, this is extension rules are limiting for the best of the best, highest paid max level guys who aren't already on a max level contract so you know we'll, we'll, we'll see you know where where it all goes from here there's talks of in the cba maybe it goes up to 150 percent maybe there's some other qualifiers of you got to be with the same team there's a lot of different stuff out there and we don't know yet so it's not worth spending a ton of time on but it could be a you know a, a playing field leveler if you know a handful of these guys become that becomes a more enticing path forward well, and I want to finish on Jalen Brown with this before we move on to the next topic here. I tend to give players not necessarily a complete pass, or I don't I don't just ignore or anything like that, but I, I try to sympathize with the fact that questions about their future with any particular franchise are extremely difficult questions to answer. Um, yep. And just in terms of, even if we're just talking about playing the PR game, it is so easy to get tripped up with that kind of question. It's part of why players don't like getting asked those questions. And part of it also is they get asked them over and over. If a guy's going to be a free agent, they get asked about it with every new city they come into. And yeah. so that gets frustrating. But also, like, if the question, because to to Celtics fans, right, or to any any fans of, an, of a player's incumbent team, if that player is asked about their future, the only answer those fans want to hear is, I want to be here and nowhere else. But yeah. from the players, but... From the player's perspective, if you say that and then the organization doesn't do right by you or if things fall to pieces and you want to utilize your ability to go somewhere else, then you're a liar, right? Then then it's back. Well, then why did you say you wanted to be here back back then, right? Then, then it reflects negatively on you. And then on the flip side, if you don't give that concrete, I want to be here, period, <laughs> commitment, if it's anything else, if there's any kind of wiggle room in there, People start talking about where your next landing spot is. And look, that's part of the game. We talk that's about That's what my mentions are all day yeah. today. Are he gone, future, insert one of the yeah. other 29 teams. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. The, the only hope you have for this as a member, even of the media, is if it's a guy who's in the last year of his, let's say, um, I don't even want to give an example because it's just going to go badly. Yeah. Player is in the last year of his deal and he is a hundred percent not staying wherever it is. He is. And he's asked with weeks to go in the season. He's like, yeah, I'm out of here this summer. I am done. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. I'm leaving town. Like I'm gone. That's the only truly 100% take it to the bank answer. You're going to get, you know, and that's, and those are, we get what one of those every decade. You know, right. even the ones where you know 
the guy doesn't want to be somewhere anymore. It's still, you're still going to get the, yeah, either I don't want to focus on that. I'm focused on the season or we'll talk about that in July or yeah, whatever. But once in every once in a while we get the, I'm out of here and you know uh, that. So, or like we said, you take the money and then you tweet, you know, I don't want to be here anymore because you're at the hair salon. like (laughs) Yeah. Or, or you can go that route. Um, and, And look, I don't, I don't necessarily fault the, you know, like part of the reason why the NBA is a 365 day a year league is because of the transaction game and because of player yep. movement and because of all that, all that kind of stuff. It's part of the reason why we have this show. So I'm not trying to speak ill of, of sure. all of that kind of stuff. Just, it's just reality. It's a very difficult question for players to answer. And one wrong word in there can trip you up and it becomes a big deal. So it's, it's tough. And, you know, so yeah, I'm not and you and I exist in a realistic world of, I don't blame players for asking for trades and I don't blame teams for trading players. Yeah. Everybody signs those contracts going in, knowing it's, it's that it's loyalty is a two way street. And instead in the NBA, it works like two one way streets running, you know, parallel to each other. Like that's, you know, your paths are together for as long as they're together. And that's, that's just how it is in this league. I don't, you know, I don't worry too much about any of that stuff. I, I forget what the exact, I'll paraphrase Dwight Schrute when he says, Something to the effect of, I, I think my greatest strength is is loyalty. It's part of what they're paying me for. But if another company values that loyalty more, then that's <laughs> yes. where I'll go. <laughs> yep, it's so true. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, let's let's get into some uh, some other stuff here. Lonzo uh, Lonzo Ball does ultimately have surgery. We are expecting this to keep him out all of next season. I I, I haven't seen. It's not like official official. I guess they'll see how his recovery goes, but. I'm anticipating anticipating he'll miss all of next season. Number one, I hope this allows him to return to normal function just in everyday life. I don't like hearing those reports about like he's you know not doing well going upstairs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For a guy who's in his mid-20s, like that's that's not ideal. Um, let me complain about my knee hurting from climbing upstairs and stuff like that. That should not be something Lonzo is is having to deal with right now. Um, and then after that, after you check that box, let's see if they can get Lonzo back on the basketball court season after next and go from there and see if he can resume his career. Yeah, and a cartilage transplant now that's fully come out, that's basically take cartilage out of a cadaver and put it into him. And it was basically left as this is the shot to try to save his career. And there were three other players, I believe, who've had this. I, I'll have to look up who they were. I know one of them was Jordan Adams whose career effectively ended pretty early on, but could never really get back uh, to playing at a level. So, But that gives you a sense of where this was at for Lonzo, how bad it had become, how bad the pain was, and all that. And, you know, I don't worry about him as far as financially because all accounts are. He's done very well with his money. He's been a pretty smart kid with stuff like that. But, yeah, it's just, you know, at some point it's let's lead a pain-free life, right? Like let's be able to – do stuff, especially at, you know, such a young age and those kind of things. So, you know, and then the basketball, hopefully, obviously we hope that he gets to a point where he can, can play again, but the bulls, my guess is they're going to go into, I think Billy Donovan said, we're going to prepare at training camp as if we won't have him for training camp, every other report that's out there. And of course the bulls aren't going to say he's out for the year yet, but is he's, he's probably not playing next year and you'll know, if they file at the beginning of the league year for a disabled player exception, so they can have that to sign a player with, we'll, we'll know right then that they're planning. He won't 
won't be around this season. Exactly. Coming season. Uh, meanwhile, his brother, Lamelo is aiming to be ready at the start of training camp for the Hornets. Uh, yeah. Will he have a new, very, very, very tall teammate? Well, the draft lottery will determine that, but uh, Lamelo at least sounds like he should be back for for the start of next season, which is, is great news for Charlotte. Yeah, that is interesting, too. They asked him, like, do you think you would wear ankle braces like Steph Curry did uh, for a while to avoid you know some of the ankle issues that he's had this year? And he, he didn't rule it out. So to me, that basically says, yeah, we'll see. And it's, my guess is it'll probably be something as he's rehabbing and working out over the summer. He'll probably try it and see how comfortable he can be with it and then kind of go from there. But, you know, at least that's good news, you know, for the, for the ball family is, you know, one of the two looks like he'll be ready to go at the start of next season. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. And last thing, Kyrie is in, Kyrie Irving's in a walking boot, uh, dealing with that sore foot, but that doesn't necessarily, it's more of a protective thing than a, you know, he has to wear this. It's just to protect mm-hmm. it, which we do see more, it's a more common thing now. People see a player in a walking boot and they're like, oh my gosh, this is awful. This this yeah. guy's going to be out for weeks. That isn't always, sometimes they're used just to just as a protective thing and that's and that's about it. And so that's the case here. Um, but just something to to keep an eye on here with Kyrie and his ailing foot as the Mavs are still waiting to get uh, Luca back in action. Yeah, and that, that's it too. I believe I'm trying to find it and I'm struggling to to find the actual tweet on it. But I believe it's him and uh, here it is. Him and Luca are questionable for tomorrow's game against the Warriors, which is pr- pretty massive game uh, for those uh, two two teams. Is that they're basically right next to each other? They are. The Warriors are 37 and 36. Mavs 36 and 36. So that uh, yeah. Just again, I, I know we said it earlier, but that's just ridiculous like compactness in, in the Western Conference is like crazy. Of like, and it's it's funny because I was talking with a friend of mine and he goes, you know, he goes, it's crazy. He goes, but we're not exactly talking about like the 48 win Suns missing out on a playoff spot here. Like these are you know 500 teams, but it's still a it, it doesn't matter as far as the way these guys are positioning for seeds and fighting for position and all stuff. These teams are all right, right into it. And then just while we were recording, uh, the Timberwolves officially, uh, Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns questionable for tomorrow. So that's the, that's yeah. kind of like the plus, um, you know, side of this is well, once they upgrade the guys, that's generally a sign they're probably coming back soon. Yeah. Yep. So they may be back in action as soon as tomorrow. We'll see. Yep. Be great. All right. I think that about wraps things up for today. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Again, make sure you do subscribe over on YouTube as well as on the podcast feed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe.